Hello, welcome to our Freedom Podcast. Kent Maddox here with my wife, Beverly Maddox. We're excited to spend some time with you today. Thank you for listening, and thank you for watching. Well, it's nice to be with you guys again, and I have to tell you, I don't know where you are. I'm not even sure what time of the year you'll be watching this, but it is cold in Oxford, Alabama today. My goodness. <laughs> I mean, it is really chilly outside. Well, it's cold outside, but warm inside. we got some great information to talk to you about today. We're going to be talking about alignment. We're going to be talking about a very specific month uh, on the Hebraic calendar. We'll give you just a little bit of background on that. It's going to help us as we move forward and step into the blessings of God, and so we're excited about that. We write about how to align in the transformational model, our transformation workbook, and that's available at lifeoffreedom.site, but also we'll offer you today a free small book, mini book, based on alignment, absolutely free of charge. You can get it just paying shipping and handling, and that's at lifeoffreedom.site dot site as well and we look forward to uh, connecting with you and we look forward to you aligning with god's purpose and destiny and stepping into the blessings of this month this is the month of shavat and so i'll be telling you more about that here in just a moment we love to start our podcast off with some of beverly's poetry and so beverly what you got for us today today it's the challenge and i don't know about you guys, but we all find ourselves in challenging circumstances. But as I keep reading through these poems, I realize really how prophetic they were because I started writing them in 2008, finished in 2010. But they're really so viable for what's happening in the world today. So this one is called The Challenge. Each turn an odyssey, internal universe wandering free, boundaries designed to prohibit, still laughable, no real limits, everything outside the matrix, sweetly deceptive tricks. People will be who they are. The challenge is not to scar. The surface remains the same. Underneath is what has to change. Wrecked and ruthless, bitter or better. The rules can't be kept to the letter. Morals, mores, and motivation, society dictates each expectation. Culture is a hungry beast. No one wants to be the least. Find your way on each voyage. Try to live out the old adage, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Pace yourself. Live longer. Wow, what a beautiful poem. It's, it's so wild to me because, I don't know, I think that even though uh, the recession of 2007 that carried on through 2009, 10, and kind of wound down 11, 12, that was just really uh, – starting to affect people's lives uh, when all of this poetry was being written. But I think it really is prophetic, and we just have to all—I love this one line, people will be who they are. The challenge is not to scar. And so there's just so much happening out there in the world, and um, I think even then the normals and— Especially in church, things were really beginning to shift and change even yes. then. I just don't think we were as aware of it as we are now. We're well aware of it now with well, all that we've been through. And, 2020 uh, and COVID really mm -hmm. brought everything into perspective for everyone. And I think the key really is the challenge really is to not take it personal. Well, we feel like that the shift has really occurred, yes. as you were talking about in 2020, uh, the Hebrews 12 says everything that can be shaken That's has exactly been shaken right. so that we can receive a kingdom that cannot be shaken. So our mission mandate from the Lord, as Beverly has so powerfully uh, released this 
this poem into the atmosphere is that is to set our pace with the Lord and enter and align with his kingdom. And so we're working here locally at Word Alive International Outreach, of course, but also we're working in the state of Alabama. And All In Alabama, you can find out more about that at allinalabama.org. And we're aligning a state with God's prophetic destiny and purpose. But we also want to take time to make sure that we're helping to align those that are part of our tribe uh, to the concept of, of aligning with God's calendar. And so just before we get into the month of Shabbat, and Bev's going to share some very specifics about that, let me just give you the basis there. Once again, we talk about that in our transformational workbook, and uh, that it's a four-week discipleship course on identity, alignment, empowerment, and assignment. Or you can get a free uh I call them mini book. It's a small book. They are fantastic. Uh, They're more of a deep dive. Deep dive into each of these subjects. Well, you keep addressing this, that transformation obviously is not going to happen in four weeks, but these are the the jumping off points. And what I find so prophetic about what we've been talking about is – 2008 is when we came into the revelation of the Hebraic calendar. Right. We begin to make the shift. It was a massive shift for us. I mean, just our, understand, our understanding and aligning with the appointed seasons and times of God. It just makes a massive difference in all of your decision-making process. And I think that that for us has become such an innate part of how we think and how we live our lives and how we plan that um, – as we continue in all of these endeavors, I think that's the important thing is just understanding God has a real calendar. He has appointed times and seasons. And once you align with those, it seems that everything else in life begins to line up. We have found he's very intentional. Very intentional. And so uh, to give you just a quick uh uh, backstory on this. Obviously, we have the Sabbath, which is a weekly yes. uh, uh, pause, and most people know about that. And, and hopefully, uh, you know, you're finding some form or fashion of a weekly 24-hour period to pause and celebrate the goodness of God and enjoy family and things that you normally don't do. And then, of course, I think you know the body of Christ has heard a lot about the feast of the Lord. Mm-hmm. We've realized that these aren't necessarily just Jewish feasts or uh, Hebraic feasts, but they're biblical feasts. All the way to the point that actually Zechariah talks about that in the in the millennial reign of Christ, those that do not celebrate tabernacles will have no reign. So That's this is right. actually the Lord's return now with his kingdom company back to the earth during the millennial reign. These feasts are still to be kept. And so we understand those pretty, I think, pretty fluently now in the body of Christ, which is Passover, mm-hmm. Pentecost, and tabernacles. But there's one that our friend Chuck Pierce and Robert Heidler teach so powerfully in their book, Time to Advance. Uh, the monthly new moon or the monthly Rosh Kadesh, head of the month, that we come to realize was such a viable pause uh, for our lives to connect with the Lord. Genesis 1 and 14 says God has set all the things in the heavens for appointed times and seasons. That word appointed times is a Hebraic word, moedim. Uh, scheduled divine appointment. And so uh, I use the analogy of like a dentist uh, card because I know that comes every six months. You know, you go get your teeth cleaned, they give you a card. It's like six months down the road, but you have a set appointment. 
God has a set appointment, not just weekly and annually, but each and every month. When that moon comes out, it's called the new moon, and it's coming out of darkness into light, beginning to shine that thumbnail moon. This is a sign in the heavens that God is saying, stop, pause, listen, because I'm speaking to you, and I want to release a blessing to you. Now, I don't know about you, but I get excited that God begins to let the moon testify it's a new cycle. It's a new season. Whatever went wrong last month, whatever you didn't get to pick up in the form of blessings last month, you get a brand new month to cycle with the Lord. And so this is very exciting. There's some powerful scriptures uh, that's in our uh, transformational workbook and our free book we're offering that tells you the actual text and verse of Rosh Kadesh. But the general thought was they got with community, shared a meal, celebrated, and listened for what the prophets had to say. Listen to the word of the Lord. What is the word of the Lord for this month? Each month is tied to a tribe. Each month is tied one of the 12 tribes of Israel. Each month is tied to the constellation. And so isn't it interesting that for so long we've taken the heavens away from God and said it was New Age or it was, you know, uh, astronomy or whatever else that we want, astrology. But actually, it's God, according to Psalm 19, the heavens declare the glory of God. Every month, this constellation is speaking to us of what God is intentionally wanting to accomplish in our lives, and that gets exciting. And then we see uh, that the the power of first comes into place where we begin to honor God first and see what God is saying and doing. And Revelation says there's 12 tribes or 12 trees on the river of life, each bearing fruit. fruit each month Mm -hmm. for the healing of the nations. So there's a blessing in these months that if we will lay hold of these blessings by faith, then what happens, we begin to cycle with God, break out of cycles of destruction, and break into cycles of blessings. If we can get you to align your time and your resources with God, we know according to Proverbs 3, your barns will be filled with plenty and your presses shall burst forth with new wine. So our job today in our assignment is to help you align with the month of Shavat. And so I'm going to let Bev take over here a minute and talk about some of the characteristics of this month. And I'll chime in here with her from time to time. But we really believe God's doing something significant this month. Well, we spoke of it on our last podcast, and we talked about the vibration and the frequencies that were released when Jesus really gave his life on the cross for us and that shed blood has continued to call out to all of us and I I think that frequency that's being released every month God's saying listen to me hear me follow me I have great plans for you I'm a very intentional God I'm a cosmic God I am the God of the cosmos and so as these monthly uh, new moons come about this month in particular is about righteousness and righteousness being your foundation it's Sidkenu in Hebrew which we love isn't there a little kid's song about that I'm sure there is. I just can't pull it up right now. You used to sing that all of the time. So it's the new year for trees. It's to develop a plan of sustaining generations, which as you well know, this is all about contending for generational blessings to a thousand generations for us. Meditate on Psalm 1. That's your psalm as we come into this month. Connect with the trees of righteousness in your life. Consider who is planted in your field. I think that that is always a very interesting concept. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Who are you listening to? What are you declaring into the atmosphere? It's a really important 
uh, I think, uh, as far as directive, to really be careful what we are saying because we we uh, say what we have instead of having what we say. Or we have what we say. I said it backward, didn't I? I don't. Let's see. <laughs> We say what we have instead of having what we That's say. You exactly said it right. exactly right. And so I think we have to be very specific and intentional in what we're declaring into the universe. And then are the trees of your field ready to bear fruit? And if so, what kind of fruit are they ready to bear? Is it good fruit or is it negative fruit? I, I'm not going to say bad fruit because I think everything can be turned around. But it's really imperative in this season to pay attention to what your harvest is, what's coming. This is the month that the almond tree blossoms in Israel, and that's Jeremiah 1. He's watching over his word to perform it, Jeremiah 1, 12. Wagons of water are coming to quench your thirst, as seen in the Old and New Testament. Gen, I think it's Genesis 24, 10 through 27, and Mark 14, 13 through 14. And this is what I love, because this is what we're doing. We are watering you in a new way, and yes. this month is so specific to that. We want your thirst quenched. We want you to have everything that God has provided for you. We want you to drink from a well that will never run dry. And this this is a new revelation for so many people, but we want you to be well watered. And that's exactly what is happening. And then it goes on to tell us we are to evaluate our positioning as according to John 15. And we are to shout at the top of our voice, our blessings are on the way. This is what we should be decreeing and declaring instead of any kind of negative concepts or precepts or old ways of doing things. God is showing us a new way to live, a new way to experience Him. He wants to water your field. He wants your fruit to be beautifully blessed. He wants all of the words of your mouth to be yes and amen. He wants you to align. So we are shouting our blessings are on the way. He, here we go. Taste and meditate on the life of his word. John 6, 63. We are to really just eat the word of God. It is our daily bread and he wants us to contend for it. He wants us to really receive everything that he has prepared for us. It's a good month to read the book of Daniel. Oh my gosh. He, he had to contend, didn't yes, he? Yes, especially with culture. Exactly. Well, and he had to really fight for that blessing days. to break through. Yes. I mean, even the angels had to fight. There was so much happening in the heavenly realm just to get the answer to his prayer. Beware of the delicacies of the king. Daniel 1, 5, and 8. And that's simply about culture. It just means that whatever is happening in culture, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's for you. I just told Kent this, and he always, he, he thinks I'm a, compulsive over explainer and he's absolutely correct <laughs> but i mean for years i i really never watched any of the programming that has been absolutely culture shifting um there's specific families that have had uh you know broadcast and then there are different people groups and i've never paid any attention to it but here we are a decade later and we have seen such an incredible shift in our culture where People believe that these are the delicacies of the Most High God, when in fact, this is just culture creating another 
I think, distraction yes. from the goodness and the mercy and the grace that God has designed us to live in. And instead of following the Most High God, people are following culture and human beings who are dictating what they eat, where they eat, what they wear, who who they're supposed to be in relationship with. And such a sense of entitlement, yes. I mean, has really come across the whole globe. It's not just in America. You're exactly right. Culture is being shaped by just a handful of people and in the absolute worst possible way. So this Romans is, 12 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be right. transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's, that's right. That's what we're out of today. But that's really all that means is don't be enticed by culture's delicacies because God has something so much better for you. And then it says, consider doing a Daniel fast this month. And we actually have a great little Daniel's fast book. I really, we should probably get that out yep. sometime. I, people really love it. I did take a little bit of heat because I put butter and sugar in the oatmeal for the last <laughs> meal. People were like, this is a fast. And then heresy. And then my response always is, you know, Daniel only did this once, right? <laughs> so this just depends on where you are in your walk. A fast for me always brings revelation. It's a good time to fast technology, it fast is. food, change your eating habits. That fast culture. Uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of fasting concepts out right there now, are. intermediate fasting. This is a great month. According to Hebrew culture, to reset your body. That's exactly and so, right. So you know, listen to your body, listen to what the Lord's saying, because listen. He may be He's He may be instructing you to eat in a new way, and this is the month to, to to let that happen. It is, and also to not be glued to your telephone all of the time, or constantly watching something else about culture dictating to you how you're supposed to be living your life. Be independent of that. Be an, be an individual. Have your own unique ideas and concept. Be creative. You don't have to align with every uh, fad, I guess is the best way exactly. to put it, to uh to be successful or significant. So God may reveal a new way of eating after fasting, and it may incorporate eating the word, which I've already covered it is the bread of life. Beverly gets these characteristics from the thought, the Hebraic thought, the letter this month, uh, Sadah, which is where we get the word Sadak or Sadiq, which means righteousness. This comes from the Hebraic letter that's attached to this month. The tribe, Asher, is the tribe of this month, which means pleasure, happiness, delicious, fatness. Uh, and this is the, the concept that God wants to release pleasure, happiness, delicious, fatness into your life this, this month. Fatness, not in the natural, but in the <laughs> spiritual. Spirit, fatness spirit. of spirit. Uh, th- and so this this is where we get this is the tribe and the, and the alphabet. But the constellation, Bev was talking about being watered. The constellation over us this month is Aquarius, which is the water carrier. That's right. And so your roots awaken to the water of life. And this is the month that Beverly talked about already to shout your blessings are on the way. But this comes from the constellation, the tribe, right? And the Hebraic letter that's tied to this month. This is the month Beverly mentioned to meditate. This is the month of trees. So this is stay right there a minute. This is the month of trees. So what I do in these months, when I know that's the main focus, I start focusing my Bible reading on trees, what does the Bible say about trees? Trees of righteousness, right? The olive tree will be blessed. You shall be like a a, a 
a flourishing olive tree, even in your old age. Begin to meditate on these scriptures. Actually, at wordalive.org on our website, we have a calendar prepared we for you do. that all you got to do is click on there. It'll give you the holidays, the Rosh Kadesh dates, the first fruits dates, dates that we're celebrating, but it also gives you the scripture. I read the Bible through each year according to the Hebraic thought and calendar, and we've made a calendar just for you. It's Totally free of charge, available on our website, wordalive.org. But let me tell you Psalm 1. Here's what we're going to talk. Here's what we're going to release to you in the blessing. Here's what it says Blessed, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God. That's enough right there, isn't it? It is. Blessed, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked following their advice and example. Right, go yes. bowing the knee to culture, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit down to rest in the seat of scoffers, ridiculers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, the word, and his law, his precepts and teaching, he habitually meditates day and night. Beverly said, Eat the word. Here's what happens if we'll do that, if we will, if we will not go the way of the world's wisdom, but go the way of God's wisdom, feed on his word. Here's what it says We will be like a tree firmly planted and fed by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season, its leaf does not wither. And whatsoever he does or she does will prosper and come to full maturity. That's powerful. Wow. Psalm 1. So we release the blessing of Psalm 1 on you and your household this month, according to Ezekiel 33, I believe it is, that says, Honor the Lord at the new moon. Honor the Lord with the first fruits, and a blessing shall rest upon your house. We are saying, Beverly and I are decreeing over your life the month of Shavat, the month of trees, that you will be blessed, fortunate, prospered, favored by God. You will be like a tree Planted by the rivers of water, your leaf will not wither. Whatsoever you do will prosper, and you will come to full maturity in Jesus' name. The blessing of the month of Shabbat. I'm just telling you, it's amazing. And right back to what we were talking about earlier, I love it. There's a whole action aspect of this month as well, and it's taste Eat the word, drink living water, taste and see that the Lord is good. Let your roots grow deeply. Let them draw from that living water. I'm telling you, I get so excited about it. Your passion always just fires me up. Look, you guys, if you ever just see me sitting over here grinning at Kim while he's just preaching his heart out, I can't help it. I mean, it's it's infectious. His passion is just really um, inspirational. It just, it's amazing. And this word has now been released in your hearing. Now, all you have to do is go and taste and see that the Lord is good. It is so powerful. And thank you for encouraging me, Beverly, because I am passionate about I this because it. it'll change your life. If you align with heaven's will and heaven's purpose, it will absolutely change your life. She says, so what do I do knowing I have this information? Well, here's the custom, traditional way to celebrate a, a Rosh Kadesh, a, enter into a new month. Pause. You can do it with your family. You can do it with your friends and neighbors. You can do it with your church life group. You can do it with your uh, coffee group, uh, whoever your small group may be, your sphere of influence. 
it's a great time to connect with community because we desperately need each other. And so we connect. Is one well, of the, it's really very specific about it. Look around and see who's in your field. I yes. mean, this is the month to do that. And and who is, and it says, look, who is watering you? That's and exactly right. And this is right. something that, 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 you know, is an aha uh, moment. Like, everybody's not in your life to water you. <laughs> That's true. And, and not that you're not supposed to love people and bless them, but you don't have to hang out with people that's not watering you and causing you to thrive. You can minister to people right. and you can love on them and help them, but you don't have to to you know invest all of your time. You need to find out who in your field is bringing life and watering you. Get with the, get with the watering tribe, those that give you life, those that make your baby jump when you get around them, those who encourage you and strengthen you. Share some type of meal, snack together. Celebrate the good things that are God God is doing. Pray Psalm one over each and every one in that group. Release that blessing upon each other. And then, according to Proverbs three, it says, Honor the Lord with your substance, the first fruits of your increase. Your barns shall be filled with plenty, and your presses shall burst forth with new wine. And so our our cultural custom here, according to the Hebraic thought, is we celebrate, we we honor community, we honor God, we release the blessings of the month into our lives, and then we offer a first fruits. Well you say, what is a first fruits? Normally it was one fortieth of your income. So that would be like twenty five dollars on a thousand. Right. It's the very small, small amount, but it's the most important uh portion who was that to be given to? It was to be given to your spiritual leader, whoever fed you. Galatians 6 says, he who teaches you the word, honor that person. And so it could have been your rabbi, your pastor, your spiritual connection, maybe with Beverly and I. Wherever you're getting fed the word that's encouraging to, to move spiritually, take that first, give that, put that in their hands. Their, their, their response should be, lift that up to the Lord, wave that's it before right. the Lord, and here's what our whole salvation is based on this concept. Jesus is the first fruits of the resurrection. So now the first redeems the rest. This is even before you tithe. The whole lump gets blessed because of that very small portion. I've often thought, Lord, why such a small portion? I think the reason because anybody can do it. That's exactly Anybody right. can step into this in this way. And so we're not saying you have to send it to Beverly and I. Wherever you feel led, wherever you're 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 you you're getting fed spiritually but if it's here just send a first fruits offering and you there's a link there uh on the podcast that you can do that on all our websites you can offer first fruits offering and we literally lift those up to we the do. lord and say lord release the blessing of this new month upon them so honor the lord in pausing share a meal connect with spiritual community basically get encouraged in the lord speak the blessings over the month and then give your first fruits off, and you say, what'll happen? Well, to me, it's like, uh, I'm not a surfer. Bev grew up in surf territory on the coast of North Carolina. But, you know, you kind of start paddling, right, oh, to yes. get started. So it's kind of like to get on the wave. So what we feel like is our celebration, our first fruits, our releasing the blessings, that's kind of us. But then we hit, it's called the head of the month, That's the right. head waters. That's so right. what happens is we kind of catch the wave that God... And uh, that carries you right into the next carries month. Carries us all That's the way to the exactly next right. month. And so when that moon's That's going around, principle. you're cycling with blessings, and then you paddle out, 
and you wait to catch that next month, the next that next wave. And so this is very important when you talk about aligning. So in just a moment, we're going to have Bev just pray over all of you, this blessing of Psalm 1 and all that we've talked about. But we want to encourage you, if you want to get involved in transformation discipleship, you can go to lifeoffreedom.site. The workbook and videos are, are there ready and available for you for a free book on this concept of alignment that talks about your resources and God's calendar and currency. You can get that as well, free of charge at lifeoffreedom.site. And our calendar we talked about is available at wordalive.org. And so we are just praying the blessing of Shavat as we enter into the brand new Hebraic month and releasing the blessing of the Lord upon you and your family as you align with God's blessings and God's goodness. Bev, would you take a minute and pray for us today? I will. And the prophetic blessing over this month is uh, Genesis forty nine twenty. As for Asher, his food shall be rich and he will yield royal dainties. So Father God, I thank you that you are really removing us from culture that would distract us from everything, all of the good things, the righteousness of God. All of the blessings that you have for us, and we just align with your kingdom culture in Jesus' mighty name. And I thank you that as this word resonates mm, mm. in our spirits, Almighty God, let it take deep root. Let our hearts be fertile soil, Almighty God. We are trees of righteousness planted by rivers of living water. We want our roots to grow deep, Almighty God, so that we can prepare perpetuate and propitiate the blessings to a thousand generations. Lord, we come into alignment with all of the blessings of God, and we release them now in the mighty name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father, that anyone who is struggling, who doesn't have what they believe to be anything that is worthy of being a gift to you, Lord, give them the revelation that they've given their hearts to you, that you will provide a sacrifice. Mm. Lord, let the first fruit come forward with a willing heart. Lord, let us give gladly and willingly into your kingdom so that our resources can be enriched. The word has come forth from the prophet almighty God that even though we may be growing thinner, we are growing thicker at the same time. Yes. So I thank you. You are making our finances thicker so that we can come into alignment alignment with your kingdom. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Let that word now go forward that we are trees of righteousness planted by the rivers of life, and we will bear great fruit for your glory and for our good. Amen and amen and amen. amen. Powerful prayer. Thank you, Barry. I feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So, hey, try it. If you've never done a Rosh Kadesh, right. my thing is, if you the definition of insanity, doing the you same thing the over right and over, expecting a different result. He hey, beat me to it. Just say, look, I don't even understand all this, but I heard Kenton Beverly Maddox say, eat with somebody, share a meal, release a blessing, give a first fruits offering, and see what God will do to you. Malachi says, test me and see if I'll not open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you don't even have room enough to receive. That's such a great word, So we Bless you guys. Thank you for tuning in with us today, whether you're watching or whether you're listening. Uh, once again, lifeoffreedom.site uh, gives you access to all this information or wordalive.org or allinalabama.org. Thank you for spending time with us. We love you. Be blessed. We'll see you again next time.